hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to Injected Podcast, where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. Hi, everyone, and happy new year. Hi, everyone. Happy new year. Um, make sure you leave us a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcast, and use the hashtag Injected Podcast on Twitter. Whoop, whoop. Yep, do that. I, I don't know what I just said. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, how's everyone? Oh, wait, no, I'm Alexandra. I'm Diana. Welcome, welcome. Um, Hi, how's everyone doing this week? I'm good, I'm good. Um, stepping into the new year, feeling good. Um, I, mm-hmm. I was tra- <laughs> I was trying to, I'm trying to do this thing where I go for a walk every morning. Like it's only second day into the new year. I went for a walk today, um, but I was planning to get up at 6.30 and I got up at 6.30. I was like, I'm not like, I'm not even working. I'm exhausted. So I went back to sleep. So just so <laughs> everyone knows, okay. like feel, feel free to break your break your yeah. like goals what not goals don't don't feel the need to stick so closely to your goals basically yeah. <laughs> one thing i wanted to say because um like as well so if some people aren't feeling like so, like i feel like the new year can definitely be a time where you, it can make you feel quite anxious it can make mm. you feel quite overwhelmed and even everyone asking you what are your resolutions are you yeah. making any manifestations such goals and stuff like that it can be quite um overwhelming um but one thing i wanted to i saw a video today where mm. literally the guy was saying how don't don't feel pressured into making mm. goals and resolutions in the new year because it's it's not even the right time to be doing that because it's the middle of winter. Mm-hmm. So if it is that you need to, it's the middle of winter. It's a t- it's a season where nature is hibernating. So if you feel like True. you need to stay inside, you feel like you can't really f- feel. You don't feel up to doing things you don't feel up to going to the gym you don't feel up to go for your morning walks you don't feel up to like don't feel so pressured to make all your goals now maybe maybe try and reflect and have an idea of things that you want to kind of look into Mm -hmm. but no if it is that you want to start in the springtime that might even be a better time when you know when the sun is out a bit earlier (laughs) and you have a bit days that are a little bit longer rather than like right now like our days are very short we don't have much sunlight so it's so true like I I got up at 6 30 then I looked at the weather map and it was like uh, the weather app and it said oh the sun rises at eight o'clock I was like for fuck's sake I'm not going for a walk in the pitch black like (laughs) I'm sorry that's that's not for me yeah bank holiday why am I why am I suffering I don't want to suffer (laughs) literally yeah like who 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 told you who told you to do that who told you to suffer no one asked you it was a silly choice, but I, I do this thing where I definitely bite off more than I can chew with goals. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do all these things. And to be fair, mm. I'm, most of the time I'm okay with adjusting. Like I've got good at adjusting. So it's like, yeah, I'm not going to do this. Let's just drop it or let's just park this for the moment. Mm-hmm. But at a time, I'd, I'd try and put so many things into my schedule that it would stress me out. But I'm feeling quite positive. It's like, yeah. oh, if this doesn't work out for me, I'll change it or I'll move it or I'll stop. Like, And that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just keep keep moving basically yeah it's it's good that you don't take it to like kind of like to heart if mm. you don't if you don't feel like you're achieving those goals though because that's a lot of like i know a lot of people um don't put off put um, making mm. goals or don't make goals just because they feel like if they don't keep, stick to it they don't keep to it or if they feel like they're not achieving it in a time frame that they think is best yeah. they just feel so put off and feel 
like they're not achieving anything and not amounting to anything, which that is not the case. Like maybe it's just that, like for me, because a lot of people have asked me, oh, what are your manifestations? What are your goals? And I'm just kind of like, to be honest, I don't set them at this time. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'll have an idea of things that I want to do and that I want to work on, but Mm. all my manifestations and goals, they're all long-term rather than Mm. what setting, because it's a new year. I feel like my body doesn't really see this as the beginning of a time if you get what I mean yeah um, obviously it is the new year and stuff like that but it my my kind of reset is around my birthday is usually like yeah. September time autumn time rather than at this point like middle of winter you know it's not, it doesn't it's just it's not natural t- to me to be able to be setting things at this time so um yeah 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 maybe just maybe guys with... listen to your body yeah literally yeah. you've got to go with what feels right you, you can't just force yourself because everyone else is doing something you can't follow everyone else's timing it's got to be within your mm-hmm. own timing i think yeah listen to your body listen to mm. kind of what feels right to you at the time um, mm-hmm. And maybe just keep your manifestations ongoing rather than it has. there has to be an end and a beginning. Mm. I feel like I don't really believe in this end and beginning. I feel like everything needs to be like a circle mm. and it's just ongoing or infinity sign ongoing kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Other than that, how have you been though? What have you been up to? Um. Yeah, I've been good. I mean, I almost missed the new year. Like... <laughs> Literally, like, um, so I was chilling with someone, um, (laughs) but like, they were going to be working the next day. So literally, um, and they had to be up at like 5am. So I was like, okay, why don't we just take a nap and, you know, set an alarm and we'll Mm -hmm. get up at half 11 and then we'll, you know, we'll be ready to get, have our drinks ready, Mm. be ready to count down, all of that. So why is it that my alarm had no sound? Like, what the hell? Like, I, I double checked. I was like, so basically we woke up to fireworks and oh it's a good God. job that there was so many fireworks around my area. We were woken up to fireworks and they were like, is it midnight? And I was like, it can't be. I look at my phone, it's midnight. And I jump up because I'm just, and now I'm disorientated because I'm like, no, I need the Asti. Where's the Asti? I need to crack open the the drink. Yeah. (laughs) And I was just, I was a bit upset because we missed the countdown. Um, But then, but then we still watched the fireworks. It was still nice. Like we still had Mm. the drinks and stuff like that. So it was nice, but I was just, I was a little bit upset that we missed the countdown. But then again, (coughs) I feel like this whole pressure to be Mm. kind of up at midnight and to be, yeah, be ready for this countdown. And, you know, it's a lot of pressure. Like sometimes sleep, yeah. (laughs) It's true. Like I was at an event and um, I was with one of my friends and she, like we were, we were on the dance floor, but it was packed. It was like, cause I mm. get claustrophobic and she gets claustrophobic too, which is just the worst combination with two friends. It's like, so, it's helpful yeah, to have not, one that isn't, not. but <laughs> it wasn't great. And we not were with like it. some of her other th- friends as well. And she literally at court, no, it was five, five to 12. She was like, Deanna, I just need, I need to go and get some air. And I was drunk, so I hadn't even clocked what she'd really said until about 10 seconds into her saying it and leaving. She left the dance floor and I was like, where is she? 
So my friend oh left gosh. the dance floor because she was going to fake. Then all of a sudden, there wasn't a proper countdown. And everyone was like, oh, it's 12. Yeah, yeah, it's 12. And I was like, what the fuck I is going on? I hate that as well. That's and I so ran out to find my friend. Yeah, like, I was just yeah. like, what? Okay, this is the start of the new year. Like, chaos, but, like, it's Literally, I'm sorry. It's all fun. At, an, at an event... <laughs> At an event, can you please be organised enough to have a countdown? I know. Like, that's just not on. There was <laughs> no countdown. Like, I, I was just... Nah, that's rubbish. Yeah, I was I'm just sorry. surprised. You, you pay to go to an event for there to be a countdown. Mm. Like, how, like... I, see, that's another thing. That's I can't stand stuff like that. I just... Because it just makes everything so anticlimactic. And it's just like... Mm. I made my way to come out on New Year's Eve and you couldn't even do a countdown for it to be like yeah. memorable, to have that memorable moment. Like, do you know what? Like, at least with it's me, true. I was in my house. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and I fell asleep. We were sleeping. Like, yeah, that's a whole different yeah. story, but. <laughs> Being out, yeah. But we both missed yeah. it. I wonder what, what sign that is, like, what that means our New Year's going to look like. But that's the thing. Maybe, maybe it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah, it probably like, doesn't. I just feel like there's just so much pressure on there it. There is. Yeah, and it really I, just doesn't mean anything. Did you see that video? It was going around. Um, it was something like this girl oh, was talking shards. about... The what? The shards. <laughs> well, who's that? <laughs> no, the people went to the shard for a countdown. Oh, the shard, the, not... <laughs> yeah, the shard. People, the, the building. I heard people about the this. Shard, to the shard for a countdown and it doesn't do anything. I heard that. <laughs> so, I, apparently it like, was just like a flash of light. Like it was just like, it lit up and then that was it. A beacon. Mm. Like, yeah, but the top of the shard always lights up. Yeah, so exactly. I'm just like, why did people, what did people expect? Did they think there were going to be fireworks? A like, firework coming why from did the they top. go to the shard? Or it's a rocket. Yeah. It like, <laughs> takes off. You, you're meant to go to the, it doesn't make no sense. You go to the London Eye. That's where the fireworks come from. Yeah, like, yeah. But then people were even pushing in the crowds to to get like through so that they're close to the fireworks. It's like, why are people always pushing around in this city? Can people relax? It doesn't even make sense though. Because why would you want to be close to fireworks? You can't see them when you're close. <laughs> like on um on a seat, um I don't know if you guys have heard of Secret London, the Instagram page. Yeah. Like they listed all the places to go to I to be that. able to watch yeah. the fireworks. Mm. Like, I think that was really good. Um because it's like you don't want to go to the London Eye no. to look at the fireworks. You want to be to, like Primrose kind of, Hill. Like, somewhere where there's a view. Yeah, you want to mm. be somewhere where there's um the viewpoint is. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. But, yeah. but there were fire, the fireworks by me. Um, I think lots of people had fireworks left over from Diwali. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I saw this post on um, Instagram and it was some girl saying like, trying to make people who stayed in alone feel better which she said something like oh if you stayed in alone and you were or you were working on New Year's Eve um, that that's a sign that um, that the way that your year is going to look essentially so she said your year is going to be at peace and calm because you stayed in people that were out their year is going to be full of chaos and I was like shut the fuck up like honestly shut up like (laughs) you're making you're literally making things up like you're actually making things up there's no logic there you've just you're just trying to make people feel better by making others feel worse I don't understand (laughs) yeah so what so what because you were out outside gallivanting, that means your your 
year is going to be chaotic. Why? I don't know. I Lots don't of know. people go out all the time. Why, exactly. why does that have to lead to chaos? But that That's true. Why? But that's the thing. Like, why do people like to fear monger to make people, mm. to make other people feel better? Like, why is, how is that a solution to anything? Yeah. And it kind of, it it's like, she's projecting like insecurity onto other people. It's like, oh, I had no plans. Yeah. So let me shame the people that did have plans. So I can feel better yeah. about the fact Let's that I was on people, my own. And, Exactly. Why is it that you have to, to make you feel better about yourself, you need to shame everybody else who has friends? I know, like, sorry if I wanted to fucking go out. Lock me up. Jesus. Gosh. Nah. To be honest, for me, yeah, Hmm. I don't, I haven't gone out for New Year's Eve in a long time, but it's just like, for me, I don't, I don't particularly, because I'm I'm over going out anyway. Mm. I don't want to try and make a big deal or an effort of going out just on New Year's Eve for me then to feel like more let down because I'm a lot of riding on the fact that oh I'm going out because it's New Year's Eve kind of thing I think that's why I'm so funny about going out I'd rather stay in I'd rather do a games night I'd rather like do stuff like that Hmm. um yeah yeah. I don't blame you because it's just it it was chaotic like it was chaotic when I was out my like the, the trains were packed and they were queue there were queues to get inside of stations and like my feet mm. got blisters all over my feet like I'm tired I'm still oh, recovering no. now so I I wouldn't I wouldn't rush to go out That's again on New Year's York. Eve <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like games night and stuff like that i think going forward that's that's the way for me at least <laughs> yeah I, I'm, I think i might try and organize one for next next year maybe mm. um yeah hopefully hopefully my life won't be as chaotic <laughs> that um i can't organize a games night but um mm. <laughs> uh, but apparently my night should be peaceful because i slept through the countdown in it so yeah yeah Peaceful year. <laughs> um, anyway, we've got a bit of news yeah. to run through. So, um, a bit of news. Did you see the video yeah. of Rishi <laughs> speaking to the homeless did man? Did you send it to me? Yeah, I did actually. You must have was sent it, on it to Christmas me. Christmas Day or like it was around Christmas Something time. Something like that. It was Christmas Eve because I was at mm. home and then I was, I saw the video and then I was showing my mum. <laughs> And I was just like, and then, um, yeah, then the whole of Christmas, obviously, because I'm there, I'll be ranting about this stuff. And then my uncle, because my uncle always comes over every Christmas and he was just mm. like, oh, we've got ourselves a little socialist over here. And I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was like, yep, that's me. Like, yeah, it's pretty funny. I think I think he's proud though. I feel like he's just Aww. like, kind of just looking at me being like, oh, look how you've grown up kind of thing. Aww, <laughs> but, um, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so essentially yeah, this video funny. is Rishi Sunak, our prime minister, ha- volunteering for probably 15 minutes at a homeless shelter. Um, <laughs> handing out probably food, probably fifteen like, minutes. Yeah, said. like it's not going to be long, is it? He wasn't there for the whole day. Um, he's probably he probably had a flight to catch to his private island, like a few mm, a probably, few hours probably. after. But um, yeah, so he's he's handing out food like a fry up to a homeless person. Um, I think 
I think it's a it's either a homeless shelter. Shel- oh yeah, it is at a shelter. So um, mm. <laughs> he's handing out food, and it's like he hasn't spoken to a normal person before, or a person on a personal level, and not on like a business level. Like he doesn't it's know just, how to communicate it's with people. Weird. <laughs> the, yeah. the way the way he's talking though is just weird because it's like it's like you know when um people do visits to um like. Um, senior citizens' homes. Yeah. Like, you know, and they're very patronising and they're very like, oh, you know, like that. Mm. And that kind of performative. I feel like that was the type of performance Rishi Sunak was putting on. It was a performance. he's like talking to, (laughs) literally. So he's, in this video, he's talking to um, a young guy, a young man, um, probably mid mid 20s to mid 30s that's given that age range age range um uh, yeah and the guy comes who's coming to just get his food and then Rishi Sunak is just like hi how are you today and it's just like the fuck what do you what do you mean how am I today it's like b-tech drama and it's like yeah <laughs> legit how are you today and he's just like oh yeah I'm good I'm hungry you know it makes point to be like I'm hungry, you know, because obviously this guy can clearly see that there's cameras. He, mm. can, he clearly knows who the fuck our prime minister is right mm. now. Um, so it's just like, yeah, he's like ready to be like, yeah, I'm hungry. And then he's just like, oh, yeah, well, it's a good job that we've got all this nice food here for you. Yeah, it's, it's like, a great place. <laughs> are you talking to a primary school child? But as well, like what I don't like, because even I don't even like talking to children like that because it's no. just like... Can we stop? Can we not patronize our children? Because that's mm. how they grow up stupid. Like, like talk to them like they're, <laughs> like they're normal people. Literally, I'm sorry. I, I was with I was with my baby cousin over um mm. like over this period. Yeah, um, we're in South Bank, and he's three years old. And he was there saying to me, he was telling me he was looking at the moon, and he goes, "Oh, look at the moon." And I was like, oh yeah, what type of moon is it? And he was, and I forgot what he said, but I was like, no, it's a half moon. And he mm. goes, a half moon? He's like, yeah, yeah, it's a half moon. And then he goes, why is it like that? And I said, and I literally told him the real mm. reason why it's like that. I said, because the moon reflects the sunlight back to the earth. So half up, half of the moon is covered <laughs> up and it can only yeah. reflect half of the sun, half of the moon back to the earth. And I, and I was like, do you got that? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And like, the thing is like, children retain information. Like while he might not understand what the hell I'm saying, he'll 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 remember it. Like he'll remember some kind of aspect of it. And when he mm. goes and reads about it in some kind of book or whatever, he'll he'll remember that information anyway. Yeah. So like, yeah. you know, I, I didn't go tell him, I didn't go talk to him like, oh, because this is how it happens with the moon. And it looks like this. Like, I'm not going to talk to him like Honestly, like, that, like, you know what I mean? Sorry, tangent. But <laughs> Yeah, but I'm just going to go off of this tangent as well. So, like, I used to work with someone who, you, like, when George Floyd was murdered, like, trigger warning, um, mm-hmm. like, this woman, white woman that I worked with was explaining how her, like, her white children, there was a protest, like, in their local area, and her mm. white children were asking, they were like, oh, what's going on, mummy? And she was like, I just didn't know what to say. Like, I just said that some people don't like other people. And this whole, truth. like, this silly, like, kind of story around, oh, like, we should promote peace and love, like, blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking, tell your children about racism because black children have to experience, Ta- like, inequality. So let your child know 
what their privileges are tell, from a young age. When the they start is, questioning things, tell them. <laughs> Literally, children understand death. Yeah. Yeah. Children can understand the concept of death. And you can go to your child. If your child is like, if your child is five and up mm. and your child is asking why people are protesting, you can say, unfortunately, this is really, really sad, mm. but a black man was killed by someone who was meant to be in protection of them. And that's yeah. why people are pro- protesting. Children can understand that. And that's not even saying it in a way where that's going to scare them mm-hmm. or it's going to trigger them. Do you know what I mean? Simple terms, you know, and when they when they go in f- with their follow-up question of why, you say, there's people in this world who are prejudiced and who are racist against other people. People with dark and a lot of the skin. time that comes down. Yeah. And that comes around to people who are black, who people who are Asian, people who are ethnic minority, mm. and black and brown people. Literally simple as. Yeah. And that is just explaining that racism that is explaining Literally. what racism is. Yeah, on simple in simple terms, you can do it simply. And like children About I read peace. I read that. Literally, <laughs> I read I read in a study that children can acknowledge race and pe- children know. The, mm. that there are black people, white people, people with different skin tones from yes. the age of like two or three. So they, they know yeah. it as as babies, literally. Yeah. They might not treat people they, differently yeah. or, you know, they might like be these wholesome little kids that like treat everyone the same, but they can see that there are differences. And it's like exactly. white people- white Children people, are more accepting. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, exactly. Because they haven't been indoctrinated until you yet. Teach them to be raci- <laughs> until you teach yeah. them to be racist, they are more accepting. So exactly. So yeah, just that. Just off of that. It's like tell your children the truth. Let's stop lying to children. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, back to Rishi Sunak. Yeah. Um, this 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 this. I don't know. I don't even know what to call him. Anyway, mm. uh, so <laughs> he's handing out the food to him, and then he starts asking, "Oh, um, yeah. So you got any plans over Christmas?" Oh my god! <laughs> Fucking hell! Literally, I'm sorry. I feel sick. Like the this whole guy world, lives on the you street. Any plans over Christmas? The guy said, "Well, I'm homeless, so I'm just going to be looking for temporary accommodation." Mm. Oh, that's good. Oh, uh, what 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 did you used to do when you? Uh, like, he must have asked something along these lines. Yeah. About yeah. what did you used to do? Because how did they get onto his um, occupation? Because um, because <laughs> the guy said, oh yeah, I used to work in finance, X Y Z, and then Rishi Sunak starts saying, oh yes, there's so many more jobs in finance now, and not just in London because X blah 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 blah. Like he fucking and cares. The guy's like, <laughs> the guy's like, look, it's Christmas in two days and you're telling me about all the jobs that are in finance and how you know all about finance because you were a finance person whatever mm. and the guy's just like yeah well to be honest I just want to get through the night mm. <laughs> like, I just want to get through Christmas <laughs> yeah like shut and the fuck he's up he's just like yeah well <laughs> you know literally and then I don't know he says some he says some of the bullshit and then he's just like oh yeah well hope you have a nice meal and all this bullshit and it's just like this video literally just looks like a scene out lifted straight from Black Mirror yeah it actually <laughs> does that is so literally, true like you know like the, the episode um so I'm thinking of the episode with with the prime minister fucking the pig, mm. and also the episode of remember when they had that um, that that AI 
weird mm. um, animation bear yeah. running for prime minister. Yeah. I feel yeah. like this scene could really fit into those kind of episodes of Black mm-hmm. Mirror. Because why is the prime minister who is one of the richest people in this UK, um, not not for being prime minister, but mm. richer than the king that we have at this very moment. <laughs> this prime minister is doing a performance in a food bank, chatting to a homeless person about the opportunities in finance. Like, that, how does that make any sense? It's just like, so out of touch. Like, you, like as we all is. know, he's already made clear that he has no working class friends. He's never had any working class friends. We can fucking tell because you can't talk to people. You can't talk to normal people, <laughs> Rishi. And like, he, Literally. he also mentioned that the, no the homeless guy, he mentioned well. about the economy. He was like, oh, are you fixing the economy? And Rishi was like, yeah, you get And I think that's why he wanted to drop in this, oh, there are jobs outside of London. But the, the thing is, mm. like, you, you can say all this, but everyone is still flocking to London to work. Like you can say, oh, there's finance jobs up north, blah, blah. But like a lot of people can't find jobs outside of London that they want. So like, I I, I don't understand why he's trying to pitch one of his policies because no one cares. Literally. (laughs) It doesn't doesn't make any sense. And as well, the fact that like, the fact that actually most jobs are in London, but then train prices are the the cost that they are because the train, because the trains are privatised in this country. Like, mm. people can't even get to London. It's like, true. Like, people can't afford... Like, you get, you go and get a, this finance job in London and you can't afford to even travel to mm. London. Like, from your home, your home somewhere else. you got all of these amazing train links. For what? Like, yeah. And as well, yeah. even, even so, though, like, looking, looking at the trains now, I remember I used to be able to get to London in an hour and a half from Wolverhampton. Mm. Like the train used to be like an hour and a half. You could get, um, when it was Virgin, you could get to London in an hour and a half, Mm. literally. But why is it now? Like you can't get that. Like Virgin, Virgin trains has just stopped and Mm. they're using the same train lines. They're using the same trains, but change it to Avanti, I think. But why is it that I can't get to London in, in an hour and a half from Wolverhampton. It's two hours and a half. Oh like, God. I don't understand. That's like, really I don't, bad. I don't get it. Because it yeah, can take two hours to get why. to Manchester. Like, why is it taking so long to yeah. get to Wolverhampton? Yeah, literally. And that's even like, because I can get on the Manchester train to go to Wolves. Mm. So it doesn't take two hours to get to Manchester anymore because it will mm. take like literally it's two hours or two hours and a half to Wolves. It's so that and it's that same train that goes to Manchester, literally, and that's, that's really the fast bad. train to Manchester as well <clears throat> that stops at Wolves. And yeah, and it's so it's two hours to Wolves, so it's probably two and a half hours or so to mm. Manchester now. But that's really bad. Like it, it's crazy though. Virgin trains stopped and now they don't mm. have fast trains anymore. But we're paying this much money. It doesn't make any sense. Anyway, sorry, another tangent. Yeah. I was going off. Yeah, but, um, yeah. He he lacks so much compassion because, like what you just said, because in the end, yeah. you'd think that this guy he's literally just confessed, and it's it must be embarrassing to say, look, I'm going to be spending my Christmas on the streets. I'm going to be spending my Christmas like yeah, without accommodation. He didn't even have the heart as one of the richest people in the country to say to him, 
oh, you know what? Like, I, I can I can get you accommodation. Like, let me sort this out. Even you've for got performative reasons. Yeah, literally. You know you're on I mean? camera. You're on camera. <laughs> do something then. Like, do you know what I mean? He, this guy's just confessed. I'm going to be on the street. You couldn't even say, oh, like, I'm going to I'm gonna make sure that you, you spend Christmas inside. You've got a meal. You know, like, he couldn't yeah. even do that. Like, like offer up <laughs> one of his properties. Yes. Like, I will offer you, <laughs> you can send, you can spend Christmas in one of my properties that I usually Airbnb. You can spend Christmas free of charge in that property. I'm going to foot the bill. I'm going to pay for your Christmas. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just He ridiculous. couldn't even do that. And like, he didn't even, like, it, it, he didn't do that. And as, as the prime minister, it's like, we all want someone who at least, who cares about the most marginalized and the most like vulnerable people. He does not give a shit. He made his video, then went Literally. on to enjoy his Christmas in his mansions with his family. <laughs> like it's it's just so tone Literally. deaf. Actually, I've heard you know that tone deaf is, so is an ableist deaf. term now. So oh, it's so, it, yeah. It, it's so like it's so ridiculous that I just don't mm-hmm. understand the purpose of them sharing this because it's made him look really bad. Yeah, I don't think it hasn't. I don't understand. I don't understand what the PR is doing for this this parliament because, like, mm-hmm. it's just it, you know it's not adding up. Like the PR yeah, is not it's good. Not. It's really not. It's not. But yeah, it's just weird. Just it was just a weird. Yeah. Yeah, it was so <laughs> yeah. weird. It, I, yeah. yeah, I just keep thinking about it. Like, oh my god, what did I watch? <laughs> yeah, like what the hell was that? Anyway, Rishi, do better. Mm. No, actually, can we just look? I'm sorry, and I was saying this over the weekend. Weekend, like this country needs to be rioting like France because <laughs> we cannot go another year before a ge- like before and trying to wait out until a general election I know, I i'm know. sorry we need to be calling for we need to be shouting for a general election right now we've had how many prime ministers come in who were not voted for so why are we still just here like why are we still here suffering under this government it doesn't make sense do you know what i mean we cannot be waiting like and at the end of the day okay cool yeah i know keir starmer he's not he's not any better but like I don't know. I feel like more pressure can be put on the Labour Party. Mm. To, I, to be honest, actually, I don't know because I don't even know who I'd vote for at this point. But I feel like more pressure could be put on the Labour Party than this Conservative government who don't give a shit at all. Mm. Like, I feel like pressure can be put on the Labour Party to be like, you guys are meant to be Labour. You guys are meant to be looking yeah. out for yeah. X, Y, Z. Um, whereas this conservative government like they don't give a shit they're they're trying to kill to kill us all anyway Mm. that's what they're trying to do yeah um but yeah i don't know yeah it's scary i think that's Um, that's my new year's resolution that's what i'm shouting for these people in this uk to do they need to start writing yeah yeah (laughs) we haven't had a riot taking what you're given Literally, literally, they, and I'm sorry, like, it can't be us starting the riots. The white people need to be starting it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, you guys are just, you guys just love this, but just this UK love to complain. That's I why know, they're not rioting, because they love something to complain about. 
You know, though, I've been watching videos of like the different trade unions, like trade union for the um, railways mm-hmm. and for, oh, what was it? Uh, just different like public sector bodies. And a lot of them mm-hmm. are saying like that because a lot of them aren't having their issues resolved. They're not being paid like the amounts that they're supposed to be paid, mm. whatever. And I think in the new year, like I, I get the feeling that there's, conversations behind the scenes that they're going to come together like the different trade unions and different public sector bodies are going to come together and protest together so like it's, it's good that we're we're like coming yeah. together as a collective we're starting there yeah especially with, yeah, the, with the like strike action like mm. i love the strike action i'm not even going to lie to you yeah, like i like with everything that's happening like you know say my deliveries with not being able to like I don't I'm not being able to travel look I don't care if they're striking I don't care because Mm -hmm. you know what they should be striking because they deserve to get paid so like yeah keep striking and the people who I'm not going to be angry about are the people who are going on strike because they are not getting paid when they Mm -hmm. go on strike they're not getting paid but let's be angry at the people who are at the top who are still getting paid regardless if they strike or not so let's be angry let's let's actually divert our anger to the right people yeah because you know like but yeah keep striking just i'm loving it yeah yes it is it is positive at least um yeah. But yeah. Um <clears throat> another piece of news. Um this is really sad trigger warning. Um a black woman's body has been found in a lake in Kent near Blue Water Shopping Mm-mm. Center. Um her name is Tywa Balogun Balogun. And um you know it's just this thing again where black people's bodies are found in water and it's not suspicious. The the police have already said it's not suspicious. What? It's like how, how is, is it not, not suspicious? suspicious? I'm sorry, a black woman being in the lake is very suspicious. Like, why? Because we don't go swimming in 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 lakes in January in December. Yeah, we don't go swimming in the cold when it's cold. We and we don't go swimming in the dirty water in this place ever at any time. Yeah, it's it's so concerning. And she's um, 53 years old, has children. Um, she that was is considered very vulnerable, suspicious. and um, they they said she may be at. Um, at risk so it's like what's not suspicious about that literally oh that's really sad sad. oh rest in peace Tywa yeah and sending love to her family and her children it's just horrific Mm -hmm. Um, and hopefully like justice is actually found Mm -hmm. and this is actually treated properly um, properly. yeah yeah 100% awful um but this is also something I saw online um, on the Voice newspaper, the black newspaper in the UK. Um, there's an article saying, what is Labour, so the Labour Party, offering the black community and what could the party be offering? Um, and it's quite an interesting article if anyone wants to look at it. It's essentially um, talking about the things that Labour promised in their manifesto um, and what, some of the things Keir has promised and then speaking mm-hmm. it also mentions that some of the black MPs in Labour like Dawn Butler who was like an author of the manifesto she's she's kind of pushing that Labour sticks to some of their promises in there so some of the promises for example are like that when black people are applying for jobs that they're given mm-hmm. an interview like straight away so because they're black they get an interview similar to what um, some people do with like disabilities some organizations do with disabilities mm-hmm. that's like one of the promises um and um the voice essentially 
are talking about like apparently black people <clears throat> are the most safe kind of like labor voters out of everyone in the country black people are most likely to vote labor like when it comes to like percentages mm-hmm. but um Keir is taking this for granted because he doesn't really seem to be talking much about anti-black racism mm-hmm. um as we spoke about before but um yeah the voice there essentially asking for people to come forward and ask uh, and basically give information around what they think labor can offer black people what what we want essentially so i think that's it's a good mm-hmm. idea they're going to collect it um and put it forward to the labor party so yeah if anyone has any ideas i think it's a really cool kind of initiative yeah. um before the next general elections yeah definitely um but yeah <clears throat> yeah that's interesting yeah. So we've got some good news. Yes. As well. <laughs> we do. <laughs> um so the Megan versus Tory Lane's um lawsuit, Tory has been charged and we love that. <laughs> so I didn't actually follow much, but I know that they were doing a lot of kind of they were doing a lot of kind of like slut shaming with Megan talking Mm. like in the defense. And I don't understand how any of this was relevant because I know basically at the end of the day, the evidence was, was, the the charge was, did, did, did Tori shoot her or did he not shoot her? Mm. And he obviously shot her, but then Mm -hmm. I don't understand why all the time when it comes to women in court that, it need that there need to be there needs to be defam defamatory um there needs to there needs to be defamation of character mm-hmm. so they made so they had to talk about all the people that megan has slept with they had to talk about how megan is this promiscuous woman they had to yeah. you know put her through all of this stress for what when he shot her at the end of the day he shot her and as well her tory lanes had his like six-year-old son in court as yeah, well. Yeah, he brought like, him with him, like, as a token, yeah. kind of like, feel sorry for me, feel sorry for me. But, like, why would you want your son at at this court where you're slut-shaming this woman? Because he just cares like, about himself. He just cares about it's himself, just, Yeah, I but think. it's just disgusting. But, like, this is how... this. But these men, this is how they're bringing up more men. Mm. Like... Yeah, that is awful. It is so bad. And did you see the videos of like Tory's dad? Like he's fucking, <laughs> he's wild. So apparently no. in the courtroom, um, when the verdict was read out, Tory Lenz's father was screaming at prosecutors, calling them witches and evil. Um, it's just like uh, that. That's like misogynistic as well. Why are you calling women yeah. witches? Like what? What the fuck? And evil because because. <laughs> It's been proven that he shot her. Like he yeah. did shoot her. So what? It's true. Just, and he's he's basically it's saying a that weird um, case. it's it's like he's talking about conspiracy theories, like to the press, and he's talking about how Jay Z is to blame as well, like because Rock Nation stood what? by Megan. And I just I think as honestly, good. Did, did they did they have some I'm weird glad, opinion? I'm glad someone in the music industry stood by Megan though. Literally. I'm sorry, like, because I don't, everybody else were just so quick to to make jokes and and yeah. and I just this is what I'm just finding weird. Like, I'm sorry, a woman gets shot 
and she didn't want to take it to court in the first place. She didn't want it to take it to court, but it's but I think it's the state of California which is taking mm. Tory to court. Not even Megan. It's the state of California that's taking Tory Lanez to court. And um, she didn't want to press charges. She even yeah. even right at the beginning, she didn't speak out any on anything. She didn't say anything about him. She didn't she, say anything negative about him. She actually but did. He she said one. she said that she trod on glass rather than she was shot in the foot to protect him. Exactly. It's just, this is what I mean. So sad. For him to turn around and decide that he's gonna put everyone against her. And make a whole like, album what the to hell? drag her. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Literally. And then as well, Drake, Drake getting involved. Drake, like, sit the mm. fuck down. Who asked you? Who and asked you? Like, like 50 cent 50 cent is a whole nother per- is a whole nother story because he has done been hating on black women all the time mm-hmm. anyway so like but drake, drake is just so random it's like no one asked you to join this party like why no one asked you to why are you here you can you can literally just stay yeah. out of it <laughs> like no one asked you over here it's but it's, it's just like oh let's but even that like i'm sorry and this is why Drake, and this is why even like Drake has ruined his own representation, his own, yeah, his own, what, what do I want to reputation. say? His own reputation. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I want to say. His own <laughs> reputation with his own hardcore fans mm-hmm. in the sense, because it's like this, this him jumping on the Megan thing is very clout chasey and it's very random. So even his own hardcore, um, diehard fans are just a bit like, what are yeah. you doing? You know, with Drake, I don't you know. like how he tries to he's tries to rebrand himself as this like big kind of like the, the big dog, basically. <laughs> yeah, like the big dog of, yeah. of the rap game and stuff. And it's like, actually, like let's you're not look a at meme. your yeah, let's look at your past as well. It's like, why are you texting Millie Bobby Brown advice about guys? Like, why are you yeah. texting children? And like, like yeah. <laughs> that was a big red flag to me. And now it's this. And on top of that, he's also had had um, a lot, kind of like Leo, he likes to date young girls. And I just find that fucking creepy in, in that itself. Is like, I, there's just something about Drake that I just haven't ever really warmed to. There's something strange about him. Um, and now yeah. this, it's like gross. Yeah. Very gross. So like for me, like I've never been the biggest fan of Drake anyway. Mm. But then, and then now this, it's just like, okay, you actually, you, you're not trying to, you're not, you're not trying to persuade me. You like, you hate women clearly. And you hate black women. Again, another black man. No, yeah. he's a mixed race, right? Like another, yeah. um, but He's mixed race black, right? Yeah, yeah. He's he's half black. Yeah. I mean, if 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 he wasn't, that that would be that would make him very questionable anyway, innit? <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> he is a mixed race black man. Again, just hates hates black women. Again. Yeah. Again, and the only black women that you are trying to impress is Rihanna, a light skinned black mm. woman. Like that's the only person who you, you were trying to impress. Yeah. And then and Nicki Minaj, <laughs> yeah, again, those are the only black women that you were trying to impress. You were really trying to, you were really trying to like, um, yeah. All I can think of to say is I eat their pussy, but like, anything <laughs> I could think to say. But you're really trying your best with those ones, and then and they thought you were too corny. And then, so now you hate, you just, then now you can just openly hate all black women again. It's like, really? Yeah, it's true. And like, did you see there's a video going around of um, someone did 
like looked at one of his lyrics in one of his songs. He says, um, I'm light skinned, but I'm still a dark nigger. And like this girl was analyzing it. She's like dark skinned black girl. And she was like, what is this supposed to mean? Because it's rooted in like stereotypes that dark skinned people are tougher, stronger mm-hmm. and, and masculine. more masculine. And it's like, so that's your opinion of dark skinned black women as well as like dark skinned black yeah. men. Like the darker your skin, uh-huh. the more like aggressive and tough you are. And it's like, well, excuse me, Drake. Like that's that's Maybe not, not right. Like fair enough yeah. that lyric is an old lyric, but it's still a bit like like it's yeah, but then thing. that just shows like his it shows like um his mentality that's deep rooted. Yeah. If that's a very old lyric, it's he's been like he's done been like this. Yeah. Yeah. So it's how true. can we be so surprised? And what I don't like as well with Megan the Stallion. So Megan Megan the Stallion, she's light skinned, but they treat her mm-hmm. like a dark skinned woman. And I feel like they do that because one, she is natural. Like so, mm-hmm. as in like her, like she isn't. She's naturally like her body is naturally like yeah, that. Yeah, she's like I don't think she. I don't think she. Yeah, because I don't think she's had a BBL. But and then the fact that she's mm. tall, yeah, mm. they they love to now that she's tall. The fact that she she rolls with it, and she mm. still is. She still has sex appeal, mm-hmm. and a bit like being kind of big bodied like is in tall and stuff like that she still has the sex appeal so and the fact that she's still she's still smart she still managed to go to yeah. go to college she still she's managed to graduate from college yeah yeah she managed to do all of that while she's gone through the death of her mother then she's gone through the death of her grandfather her grandmother who mm. raised her as well and doing all that and having a successful music career yeah so they want they just like how dare a black woman who is confident in herself in her natural mm-hmm. body um, how dare how dare she think that she could be anything and that's what they don't like and yeah, that's so like disgusting it. like these especially these these rappers these male rappers they hate women who are empowered by themselves but the thing mm. is that they aren't scared of Cardi B because Cardi B is feminine Cardi B is small and it's all of that Latina. stuff they're not scared of yeah. Cardi B's they're not <laughs> yeah they're not scared of the Nicki Minaj's because oh actually I think that they used to be because they, mm. they used to let Nikki kind of in and stuff like that but like but then but they're threatened by the Megans who have everything who because they're smart talented and and mm-hmm. confident in themselves and no one yeah. can tear them down about it and they do it with and all. that's what they don't like yeah they do it with all of the black women that are either dark skin yeah. or have um, stronger African features they they mm-hmm. do it like say for instance with Ari Lennox yeah they dragged her face they they said they made really? made names yeah I'm sorry, for her Ari, nose. Ari Lennox so she's Honestly. she's one of the girls who like I'd be like I'd I'd be on like Ari Lennox Same. she's gorgeous she's fucking gorgeous <laughs> she's, like, she's gorgeous. beautiful but the guys were coming Literally. for her and she she went come off and off often on socials because she was getting bullied by nah. by men but this is the they thing they called her a bulldog and the same with Tiana Taylor they called her a bulldog as well because she's nah. got like bigger this features what I'm saying. you know about um women who have their natural hair they mm. hate a natural woman because they want they women to be feeling so but they think a woman who wears wigs and lots of makeup and all of that they think that that means that they're insecure and they and i think they look at women like that and think that they can have some t- some type of yeah, control over them yeah. so yeah. as soon as as soon as a woman is fine having her natural hair out fine not wearing makeup mm. That that intimidates them. This is like sorry, going back to our episode. Um, now I'm t- I'm too intimidate intimidating for men. Like I feel mm-hmm. like this is something we spoke on then, because 
it's a weird thing. Like women having their natural hair intimidates men for some reason. It's true. And it's it's weird. Um, it is there was weird. something I was gonna say, forgotten. It's um, very weird. And I was just thinking of I've, like yeah, for instance, Lauren Hill, she's dark skinned black woman, she's got her natural hair and she's beautiful, but because I'm not like a super Lauren Hill fan, but I might be wrong, but I don't think she ever rapped about sex and explicit, explicit, like how Megan does or how Ari Lennox sings about sex and wanting sex. I feel like that Mm -hmm. is one of the problems that these men find. They don't like when the women are sexually liberated. They they don't mind Lauren Hill because she she did her thing. She like, she was- The thing is though. Yeah. I feel like with Lauren Hill, the difference is the eras because I mm. feel like in that era with Lauren Hill, Missy Elliott and all of that, they spoke about sex, but it was a lot of innuendos. What they don't mm. like is women being so open about yeah, sex. Yeah, and explicit. Where yeah. it's like, they are explicitly talking about sex and explicitly explicitly mm. taking ownership of their bodies. And that's what they don't like. Yeah, because it's like that the way that Megan raps and the way that she talks about sex is like she is dominant and she mm-hmm. knows what she's doing and she can even humiliate men if she wants to and they don't like so, it. <laughs> but this is the thing, yeah. So I feel like these men, um, this is the set so 50 Cent, Drake, mm. even Lil Wayne to an extent as well. These yeah. men and the Tory Lanes, all of them they don't like women being so explicit about sex because they are not good at sex. (laughs) (laughs) A woman who could shame them in bed, they are intimidated by that. Yeah. Because it's just like, a woman who knows what she likes and knows what she's doing cannot be pleasured by a man who doesn't care to know about mm. a female about the female anatomy who doesn't it's care true. to know about how to pleasure a woman all they care about is is sticking it in there and, mm. and busting their own nut they don't have to mm-hmm. care and they're just a performative just like just about like even just kind of like the porn side of it they expect their women just to act like they're in a porn film and just yeah, be screaming yeah. for no reason kind of thing and it's that true. is the type of sex that they know and they like because that is just the dominant sex they don't need to know about the female body they don't need to know about female anatomy they don't need to know mm. what pleasures a woman but as soon as as a woman is rapping about wet ass pussy and how they're gonna <laughs> and how she's gonna um rap, when she's riding the dick she's gonna spill a name yeah as soon as they're quick. saying that <laughs> <laughs> literally like they're not having it however you've got Missy Elliott, she spoke about it. She spoke about how mm. she don't want no one minute man. And Jay-Z was on that track. Like, do you know what I mean? So <laughs> it's but this true. Is just, but this is just showing that like, even though Drake had his kind of little wet phase where he was, mm. you know, the certified lover boy, that was him, right? Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> like he had went through his wet phase. But that don't mean that don't mean shit clearly because no it don't it's just, it, that that was just all a game because that's a game to make the ladies love him kind of thing it's true yeah because like these men I think like a lot of men don't like that women have raised 
their standards higher. So it's like, this is Mm -hmm. what we're expecting. So they go out of their way to do anything they can to shame the woman, make it, make them feel like, kind of like the Kevin Samuels effect. You, you're not deserving. Mm. Like you're not a high value woman. You, men don't like you. If you talk about sex all the time, men, men won't like you. So how dare you have these mm-hmm. high standards? And you expect a man to make you come. Like, are you joking? Like you do not deserve like, it. And it's like and you, you expect the man to come, and you're expecting them to pay all the bills. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, excuse me. When really, like, give, like, give the broke nigger a chance, please. <laughs> That's the thing. They're starting to feel intimidated. And don't you feel like like they write music for broke niggas as well, though? What, these men? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Because, like, they they talk about, like... I mean, Drake has gone from buying Birkins for his future wife (laughs) to... (laughs) He wants to to slut shame Megan Thee Stallion and call her a liar. Mm. Like... It's weird. What side are you on? I'm sorry, just Drake is just seeming hella flaky. But I also feel like, you know, when these men, because like in a lot of the lyrics nowadays, because a lot of the women's lyrics are like, buy me this, buy me that, I mm. see all of this. Like, have you noticed that in com- in contrast, the men's lyrics are all like, oh, this bitch opposite. ain't getting nothing. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna bust and and bust and leave. Like, yeah, and yeah. it's like. Why are you like you guys have money? Why are you writing music for broke men? When <laughs> 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 that isn't your life, that's so true. It's like it used to be like, about few- like let's get married, let me buy you this, let me buy you that, and now the men are Literally. like, no, they've gone the opposite way. But even- but even recent, like these same men, except for 50 Cent though, because 50 Cent was just like, oh, what, you'd yeah, love bitch, me if bitch, I was bitch. broke. Like, you'd love me if I'm catching the bus. Um, I'll ask 21 questions and it would be about us, you know, all of that stuff. But, um, <laughs> um, but like a lot of these men that were, like Drake was talking about wanting to buy buy things, you know, but mm. then but all of a sudden now he wants to be calling Megan, a, I just don't, calling her a liar. I don't get it. Like, I just think he's yeah. a bit of a beg. Like that's what he's, he's giving me beggy vibes. And that's maybe why he goes for young girls because he likes to go yep. for girls that are impressed by the things that he's offering. And as soon as a woman is not yep. impressed by what he's offering, it's time to start the slut yep. shame. It's time See, to start the, the misogyny. Thing, <laughs> the women are too liberated, but the yeah. girls, they're not gonna know any better. So exactly. like while women would be impressed by the money and stuff like that, if they're too liberated, they they can, they get can it call them out on not yeah yeah exactly then they can call them out on like not performing in bed mm-hmm. wherever whereas when it comes to the young girls they're gonna still they're not gonna know much they're yeah. inexperienced and then also and they're still impressed by the money as well so it's, it's like he wants all three things he wants everything and he can't just settle for the one thing like because you know like mm. of course there's women who are still impressed by the money and all of that but if they're sexually liberated that doesn't work for him yeah yeah so, it's so true and the thing with this as yeah. well is that Tory Lanes has not done anything like notable ever in his career like he is no watched, that's so true like he Ev- is everything everything Tory Lanes has done has been a sample and he yeah, claims that he had never heard the yeah. original that makes oh it God, even what worse what was that was it if um, you it love was me? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that one. He said that he never heard the original. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is embarrassing. How dare you? How dare you have? A, how dare you use the sample? 
and claim that you've never heard. That's embarrassing. It is so embarrassing. embarrassing. And it's a fucking tune, but that is embarrassing. How can you come be singing on a classic and claim you'd never heard the original? Are you joking? That does not make you sound like you are good. That doesn't make you sound like you... He, he's got a self-inflated ego where he thinks that he's yeah. above the law. He's above like being able to, he's just above everything. He thinks, I don't know the guy mm. obviously, but like looking at him, he's so fucking cocky for someone who's not really done anything. Like he's been around for yeah. so long, but what have you provided us with? Nothing he but hasn't like- hasn't even been around violence, that long. Let's, violence let's, news. Let's be real. But he's been around for about 10 years and he's done nothing. Like he's done ten nothing. 10 years? Yeah, I'd yeah, say about 10 years. years. I'll yeah, say like say five. It must have come out. Let no, not five. Oh, to be honest, I Way was in like sixth form. Yeah, it was like. like I guess I was in times. sixth form. So it could be. It yeah. could be ten years now. Yeah, and but he's that, just. But that's he, the only thing he's done. Exactly, <laughs> and like it, it's just, it's just embarrassing. And a few more like, bye bye. Yeah. Go to jail. I don't want to hear go about to your jail. violent behavior again. <laughs> Good riddance. This is yeah. what you're teaching to your future child. Please, mm-hmm. can someone jump in there and just get some, just some better parenting? Like, yeah, I, I hope save his mother could. Baby, you know, and like, yeah, that the the baby is the victim in this situation. Like, yeah, it's true. Hope that that and that that child can grow up to be a respectable man. Yeah, yeah, regardless definitely. of what he saw in court. Um, yeah, yeah, but we're happy. Tory Lane's got charged. We're happy. Good riddance mm-hmm. and good riddance to all of you fucking men who just hate women. Yeah, who just hate women. Just the end. Yeah. 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 Goodbye. Um, so a few things also that we should like rejoice in. Um, I guess we can just run through these. <laughs> Pierce Morgan's Twitter account was hacked and someone used it to abuse the Queen and Ed Sheeran, which is humorous. <laughs> Ed Sheeran? What did Ed Sheeran and do? This, <laughs> I don't know, but it was hacked on Christmas Day. Um, Maybe it was yeah. Ed Sheeran. <laughs> it's kind of great to hear that because he hacked a dead girl's phone. So it's like revenge. Let's yeah. let's all hack Pierce Morgan's account. Um, and then mm-hmm. Andrew Tate, um, this is a Daily Mail article. I just love their headlines. Toxic in- influencer Andrew Tate is arrested in rape and human trafficking probe involving at least six women in a police raid on his luxury villa in Romania, 24 hours after spat online with Greta Thunberg, during which a pizza box gave the cops his location. <laughs> <laughs> So, that yeah, mad. he snitched on himself because the Romanian police didn't know he was in Romania until he got a, poli- uh, a pizza box in his video, showed it to everyone and was like, um, I'm not recycling this box. <laughs> and it had the address like of a pizza place in Romania and then they arrested the pizza him. Place. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, human trafficking. He is fucked. Like he, That's this mad. man... We all knew he was he was awful vibes, but now we know that he's someone, someone a child was telling me apparently. Someone was telling me apparently it's incorrect, but I'm just like, look, is this really the hill you want to die on, Andrew Tate's hill? Really, like, come on. The yeah. fact, but the fact that he's been arrested with involvement, like, I'm sorry, it's enough. Like, yeah, it is enough. It's and enough. Then they, I saw a video of the police like um, 
I don't know, they, they collected some of his belongings. He's got fucking swords in his house, all types of guns, really? like all types of like these like samurai kind of weapons. And it's like, why do oh, you wow. have them? What is the purpose? I don't know. Some people, some people to be honest, I'm not going to lie because I kind of want to start my own collection, but <laughs> <laughs> some people. <laughs> not of guns. But why? But I don't get some it. Some people. Oh yeah, because basically, so sorry, I watched a video, yeah. <laughs> like, so the girl, this girl, she she's a cosplayer and she has a collection mm. of swords of like from different um, anime and stuff like that. So yeah. she's got different characters' swords, but they're real swords. And oh um, she, was showing, she was showing her dad these swords and her dad was <laughs> loving them and like doing all of these, trying to do all these tricks. And then she bought her, she bought her dad a sword for Christmas oh. and it was just so wholesome. It was so lovely to watch. It's but like yeah, when people so get those people Harry Potter, the, the Harry Potter ones, the ones. like the anime equivalent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, and people done been collecting swords for a long time, but um, mm, okay, I so went like, I kind of get it, but but still like, but weapons and guns and stuff like, okay, that's quite violent. That's a lot. Mm. <laughs> yeah very strange man um, and then another one King Charles has thrown out Prince Andrew um, of Buckingham Palace the Duke of York is officially no longer a working royal after the king had his office removed from the palace something is brewing I can feel it yeah something is going to come out because I'm sorry why did he put him back in office in the first place he was already he was already taken yeah. out of there before Lizzie died because mm-hmm. of what public want because of what the public wanted. As soon as you came into power, KC3, you put him back in his roles. Why? Like you should have yeah. just left him out of it. So I'm sorry. It's like, true. Something is gonna come out about Prince Andrew soon. And that's why um KC3 had to get ahead of it and they had to kick him out now. Because something is gonna be coming out. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Something's definitely coming out. But that news, so Tory Lanes, Pierce Morgan, Andrew Tate, Prince Andrew, it's like girlies, they're, they're really, someone is looking over us and trying to protect us right now because some of the most high profile violent men are getting their karma. <laughs> yeah, as they should. And that's what mm-hmm. we love to see. Happy New Year, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's it for news topics. Yes. Um, okay. What we want to talk about. So, over the Christmas period, I went to a comedy show, um, and it was hmm. a black comedy show called King um, Kings of Comedy. So it was a black comedy show. Um, so it was, and it was good. It was actually funny. Hmm. I feel like the funniest set was the one where he actually didn't speak on race too too much. Like race wasn't mm-hmm. like the forefront. It's just the fact that as black people, we are black people, and this is why, and yeah. it's just funny in that sense. But it hmm. wasn't like as in. Oh, I'm black and X, Y, Z kind of thing. Yeah, and yeah. Which reminded me of what, like, kind of Tolly was saying recently about when it comes to kind of black comedians and also, like, even, like, Asian comedians and stuff like that, mm. how it's, like, race is always plays a big part in a comedy, yeah, like, like, which yeah, is what, yeah. which is what kind of differentiates it, which is just a shame because, like, this is just our lived experience, you know? True. Um, yeah. Anyway, but at this show... So that's not what I'm going to focus on. Unfortunately, I'm not actually going to focus on the comedians and the show and trying to, and mm. even like, because even something that I wanted to figure out was, okay, were some of the jokes ableist? Were some of these like mm. kind of things? Which um, I don't necessarily think it all was, but, mm. you know, but it was something that I wanted to comment on. However, instead, 
um, there was a Karen in the audience mm. who decided she wanted to sit front and center. Legit, <laughs> front row, center. Okay, all the way through, she is making comments and she's ch- chatting to the comedians on the stage, mm. chatting to Richard Blackwood. All of this, like all the time, chat, chat, chatting like their best pals oh and making God. comments. And then it got to like the third guy, the third and final guy, yeah. Mm. And he just like, he like, cause he came on and he was just like, yeah, you know what, I'm tired. This is my third show of the day. Not as in like complain about it, but as in yeah. like, and putting it in his act kind of thing. It's like, this is the third show of the day. Then this woman is making comments. And then he's there like, <laughs> he, was, he was funny though. Cause he was proper with his eyes, like his eyes wide, like doing yeah. side eye on stage. Like it's pretty <laughs> hilarious. Um, <laughs> and anyway, so this woman, she was there making comments and he was just like, hold on, hold on. And he was there like responding to her and everybody mm. was getting frustrated, but he was like, no, 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 I'm going to respond. And he was calling her out. Like he mm. was calling her out on her shit, just being like, oh, Karen over here. Like, oh, I know you're going to be hard to please and stuff like that. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, oh, I can't even remember now the things that she was saying. She was just saying stuff like, um, Anyway, so she was going on, making comments, mm. and the guy proper dragged her, like, mm. um, and was just like, oh, we've got Karen over here. And then someone was like, how did you know her name is Karen? And he was like, what, your name is actually Karen? Like, she was like, yeah. <laughs> but then proper, anyway, so like, it got to like, he was dragging Karen um, because she was there like kind of, trying to respond to everything he was saying, oh. making like snarky comments, stuff like that. Yeah. And then um, anyway, and to the point where, and it was just like, this is just a shame because while it's still funny, but at the same time, it's like, you've come into a black space and you are taking over this guy's set. Yeah. And you are taking over a lot of people's sets. And I think like, and I think she was doing it the whole way through, but like some of the mm-hmm. other comedians just ignored her kind of yeah. thing and it's like that can be really off-putting because especially mm-hmm. when like you are practically sitting on the stage like you are mm-hmm. that, that's how close you was you're practically on the stage and that can be really off-putting um anyway the guy kind of just like was just kind of got was just kind of like yeah I'm, I'm gonna leave now anyway but it was a shame because like the set did get cut short like he mm-hmm. like what he wanted to do on his set he wanted to chat about how um about how like Black women if in their mid forties, how they're looking so good right now. You know, he wanted to, oh, he wanted to comment on that and, and comment about how, <laughs> oh yeah, we like big women and we like foopers, like we like that, you know, mm. he wanted to make commentary on that, which I think is very positive and cute, cute mm. comedy and stuff like that. But then this woman just kept interrupting and it oh was just God. like, bitch, this is not your time. Anyway, so then when Richard Blackwood came back on and um, and like, so security had to come and tell her, they came and told her (gasps) twice. And I was just like, they should have just kicked her out anyway. It was was embarrassing. They should have just kicked her out. And then she was there saying, so Richard Blackwood goes to make a joke here. And then basically he was like pulling our leg with the story and whatever. Mm. And then she goes, oh, I've heard that one. And he was like, he was like, you've heard that one. Oh, well, that's funny because I wrote that in '92, and um, and then she's there making, <laughs> she was there making comments, and he was just like, look, look, just um, so he and he was there now dragging her, but then being like, okay, I'm only joking, only joking. But he was like, you know, you know, you gotta say only joking b- before they start crying and stuff yeah, like that. It's true. And, and then 
And then she's still making the comments and she was just, and he was like, look, please just look around you, around you and think about what kind of space you're in. Like, you know, as soon as you leave here, yeah. you can go and be free and be yourself. And which yeah. is so true. And, um, and then she, and to the point like, at, and at the end, she was shedding a tear, which was very <laughs> annoying to see. <laughs> Just like mate, literally, and and he was and Richard Blackwood had made a joke about how oh yeah because you know oh black people also be careful because you know you guys can't hang around here and expect the police not to come and say and stuff like that you know making jokes <laughs> on that but I was just like the thing is this woman has come into this space into a black space and has proper like messed up the whole vibe. And yeah. I'm like, you've come into this space and do you not understand that you could have triggered a lot of people in this room with everything yeah. you're doing? And then now you want to start crying. You could be, you probably are triggering a lot of people in this room because I yeah. was triggered by yeah. that. Because that's like, because that is something that's happened to me. <laughs> like, yeah, it's frustrating. You know. So frustrating. Like read and the it's fucking like, room. Literally, and who told you to come into this space? Who told yeah. you, who invited you here? No one told you to come to a black comedy show, be sitting with your arms crossed the whole way through, yeah, making comments, shouting about being Irish, all of this stuff. And um, like, no, one, um, no, one, no one asked you to be doing that. And you made, you made everything about yourself. Yeah, you made you, yeah. like... But now you want to cry after you made yourself center of attention, like yeah, the victim. You, the victim. You could have just sat, you could have just sat there and laughed along like everybody else, but no, yeah, you want to like, come here and trigger a lot of people. You don't sit in the front row of a comedy show either, if like if yeah. you don't want to be don't picked be on, because you'll be <laughs> yeah, you'll literally get targeted. That's that's it's yeah. a fact. Everyone knows that's that. What, I don't even go to comedy shows, but I know that. that happens. Like. Don't sit in the fucking front exactly. then. And don't cry. Like, why are you crying? <laughs> it was the most the annoying thing. And everybody was cussing her. It got to the point where the audience booed her. Like, Good. Get her out. Like, how did we get to a point of booing one person? Like, how did you become the most hated person in this room right now? You know, like- She did it herself and then cried. Literally, like, she did. And then like, cried about it. it. It's definitely that story of like a, a white person inserting themselves and like literally everything you said, making themselves the main main center of attention, drawing a lot of attention to themselves. Then people are like, excuse me, can you relax? And then they cry. And then it's like bullying, they bullied me, they bullied me, they picked on me. And it's just like, literally. why did this happen still? Why is yeah. this still happening? Because black people are clearly why? saying, they're calling you Karen, even, even though that's your name, they're calling you a Karen. Are you not embarrassed? <laughs> like they're you should calling be you a Karen. <laughs> literally. And yeah, it was, it was embarrassing. And it was just such a shame that that's my experience of the comedy show. While it was funny and it was and it was cool that they could incorporate that into their, their sets. Mm. However, they shouldn't have had to do that. They should have been able to get on with their sets. And yeah. as well, it got to the point where it's disrespectful and it it's is. rude because you want to keep commenting. You at first you thought, oh, you guys were pally pally, but then it but then it, it gets so disrespectful because you're not letting people mm-hmm. get on with their jobs. You're not letting people get on with their material that they have written. It's yeah. it's disrespectful it, it and is. it's rude. Um and I just was just like the audacity of coming into a black space 
and then victimizing yourself. This is what mm. Karens have been doing throughout history. And yeah. And it's just a shame that I still that we're still witnessing this now. Yeah, because even you know, like Kalechi, she mentioned when she went to see the get up stand up that yeah, there were white women in the crowd getting drunk, screaming to all the songs. It's like this is a theatre performance. It's treating it's not it like a, a concert. concert. Yeah. And like even <laughs> when I went the other day, they had um an announcement that I don't know if they had this when you were there or if they implemented this because of the women, but they said, please don't sing until the very end. Like there's a few songs at the end that you can sing along to and dance to, but please oh, really like yeah, please don't sing like uh, like for throughout the play essentially or for, oh, throughout wow. the performance. Which like no, it makes sense. There's people getting up, like fucking getting drunk and like screaming and shouting because the performance is beautiful. But the thing is, it's a theatre performance. Like, what? It's just a shame because, like, you would you would want to kind of sit there, sway, sing along to the songs, but you're not going to belt it out. You're not going to take over the performance. Do you know (laughs) what I mean? And it's just it's a shame that people are being told that you can't oh don't sing along to the songs. Yeah, but like, like the whole point of, but the whole point of the musical is that's what's nice about the musical is that you know yeah. all the songs. That's what, exactly. Like, I went there thinking, oh, I didn't realize I knew all, all these Bob Marley songs. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, it's and true. It was enjoyable and just seeing how the songs fit in, how they fit the songs into a story as well. Yeah, definitely. Like, just beautiful. Um, but it's a shame that they had to put that announcement in mm. because people they want to it treat everyone. it like it's a tribute concert. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just disrespectful. White people need to stop it entering is. black spaces and doing disrespectful things. It's so embarrassing. And like, they don't even take the label of Karen as an insult. Like maybe there needs no. to be a new word. Maybe cunt or something a bit more that will cut deep. <laughs> but the thing is, though, because like a lot of a lot of people are taking Karen as an insult because like yeah, they they really hate enough. being called a Karen. Remember, remember <laughs> the, that woman who did a whole article saying that um, Karen should be a racial slur. Yeah. <laughs> So in they do hate true it. Karen fashion. <laughs> in true Karen fashion. But yeah, like white people need to stop entering black spaces and making it about mm. themselves. Like yeah. while and it's just it's just embarrassing. It's just sad because and I, I feel like especially like with Caribbean Caribbean culture, mm. we have just let white people in so much. Yeah. To the point that they just think it's okay. They just think it's fine. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know, they just they just think it's fine to kind of t- to do that. To to because yeah. we've let white people into like, and I talk more on Caribbean culture because I feel like African culture, West, especially West African culture, mm. um, in the UK has have more kind of like more of their ties to kind of yes. where they came from and what it is but I say like but with Caribbean culture because we've constantly just been letting white people in and it's been very mm. much like popularised with you know people just wanting to say certain Jamaican words yeah. which just like randomly out of context because they think it's cool and stuff like that and you know and it's just 
that we've that we've just let white people in so much that they just feel they feel comfortable to come into mm-hmm. our spaces and take over because that's what they've been allowed to do for so long. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It's true. And then they can talk about how they've got their black husbands, their black boyfriends, and mm. so that makes it okay. And it's just like the thing is, Karen, you are the most violent. You are the mm. most violent in white culture. Like let's like the white woman is one of the most violent throughout history mm-hmm. is the most violent because they have always been weaponizing their tears and she did and that Karen did it that night. Mm-hmm. You know, she tried to she weaponized her tears where like while all of us were side and all of us were annoyed and stuff like that. But say if she if she wanted to call up and complain about all of those comedians on stage, you know, like they could very much not get booked for another show. And because th- yeah. that, that could have happened. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's she has so much power with those stupid tears that she wants to shed. Yeah, it's in that true. Black space. It's true. And I, I don't want to go too much off topic, but I, I yeah. am sorry. But um, I watched. Go ahead. I go don't ahead. know if you've seen it on Netflix. It's called I Am a Killer or something. It's that documentary series. Oh. And um, I was watching it over Christmas. Um, so joyful, <laughs> such a, a great <laughs> Christmas um, watch. But I was watching it with my no. mom. Apparently, and, this is what um, all women love to do. <laughs> It, watch it was serial actually, killer documentaries before they go to bed <laughs> it's true but it's actually like really interesting because they interview the actual person who is the killer and then they interview mm-hmm. their friends family police and other people that have been involved in the actual case so like the killer usually they've got some really like like bad psychological problems to the point where they've fabricated mm. the whole story and they've made up a whole lie around what actually happened and their family like they watch the clips of the killer talking they're like no that's wrong like I didn't do this so there was one story of um, this guy he was a Nazi and he was essentially oh, well. pimped loads of like sex workers and he was on a drive mm. with um, one of the sex workers and she got out the car and um got back in the car and said, oh, this black man has touched me up. Like he's touched me up. Like, and he was sitting in the car next to them. And um, apparently he said he saw this happen, but regardless, it's the way a black, a white woman can say, oh, this man sexually touched me. Mm-hmm. The white guy got out the car and stabbed him in the neck and killed him. Like the guy died and he the was fuck? only a young black male, had no sort of prior convictions or anything. He was just like a nice guy that goes to church, etc. And it's just the way, again, white women can do these things and trigger white yeah. men into being violent when like it's it's yes. just it's just a horrible Same thing with, culture. Similar thing with Liam Neeson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's this masculinity thing where it's like these black men will not take our women, like they will not touch our women. They yeah. will, and it's like you don't so care about the woman, you care can get about it. the dominance. Like you care about yes. the control. It's gross. And it all stems from slavery. It all comes mm. back to slavery days. Um but yeah, anyway. Uh yeah, that was my story of the cat of um, yeah. the comedy Karen, um, and it was very irritating. And I just think it's just such a shame that white white women can still go into black spaces and trigger and trigger people and don't care. And it was just like, and it was just like actually, and the fact that now that comedy show, all I can think of was her. Yeah, it's That's, annoying. That, like that shouldn't be my takeaway from the comedy show. It should be from no. the comedy that was happening. Yeah, um, you spent money to see it. But, it's unfair. Exactly. But anyway. Um, still had a good night anyway, but so mm-hmm. 
following on from Comedy Karen. So I was like, so I was outside and I went, I went with my family to this comedy show. So my, and like literally mm-hmm. all of us cousins. So there's a lot of us. Um, we're outside now. We take a picture. Then we're about to leave, and I'm there trying to zip up my coat. Mm. Why is it that this man? And this is why, guys, I've been te- I've been telling you guys, I do do not I do not want to be approached on the street. I do not want to be approached mm. in person. I don't want anyone coming up to me. Yes, I look good. I always look good. Don't <laughs> approach me in person. Though. I don't want people to approach me in person because the riffraff that come up to me, this man, yeah, he was like he was skinny. He was he was tallish, but the guy looks like he had teeth missing. The guy looked like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to say this, but the guy looked like a nitty. Like he just, he mm. looked like he just was not looking good. Yeah. So we're like outside the Arcadian, yeah. I'm just trying to zip up my coat. This guy comes and stands next to me, trying to walk next to me, trying to talk to me. I'm just paying attention to my zip on my coat. Cause I'm just like, mm. Yo, like, who mm-hmm. do you think you are? Yeah, and okay, and because obviously, and I'm with a, I'm with a group, big group. I'm with my family. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Anyway, but my cousin comes up, comes up next to me and gave him a look, and then he <laughs> fell, Good. he fell behind. So I was just like, thank you. Like, I'm just happy that I was with my family. But yeah. like, the riffraff that come up to that approach me in the street, I'm not here for it. I just feel like the mm-hmm. audacity. Like I was just looking so nice, you know, my makeup <laughs> just looks so good, you know, my highlight is glowing. Like I, you know, mm. I'm just like, how dare you come and approach me <laughs> with your teeth looking like that? I don't think so. Like, ew, ew. <laughs> Just not, and I, I'm sorry, guys, if I sound really superficial on this side, but but guys, please, like, really, like, yeah, ew. I know. I just feel like no, this is embarrassing. I just find it, I just find it quite like, you know, it's just like, what do I look like then? <laughs> you don't you do thought that. you had a chance. What do I look like? But I know I don't good. think they've got a chance. I think they just do it, try it. They try it to see what happens. I don't think they no, have because they, 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 do, they do think they have a chance because they they think, yeah, and this is again, this is coming back to the 50 cent, the misogyny and all of that. Mm. Because they think that they can come up to any woman because they think they think that woman looks nice and that woman should just go with it. Yeah, because you know, like you know, like well, when say if you if you say you know when like women would be like, oh, I'm not interested, or no, I don't want to give my out my mm. number, they'll be like, oh, you're butters anyway. Like, excuse me, like you're the one who approached me. What you do mean? <laughs> like you didn't think you, I was butters when I approached mm, when you approached ago. me. Yeah, but you think that I should just give you my number? You just think that you should have that? You should just you have the what's the word? Entitlement, privilege. Yes, entitlement. You should. You just mm. think you should. You should be entitled to my number because you mm. decided that you are interested. And on the other side, I don't have to. There's nothing from has that has to come from me. I have yeah. to give you a chance because yeah. you know. As, and this comes even comes down to that the nice guy thing. Yes, I have to I give you a chance that. because you you could be a nice guy, 
but your teeth yeah. are mash up and that shouldn't be an issue you know so like and yeah. this is what i mean yeah. i just don't want to be approached in person i'm tired don't don't approach me in person um i prefer to be able to go through hinge and pre-select who i want to meet up with and vet them as much as i can before i meet them and if they're yeah. a catfish then i'll i won't meet them again do you know what i mean <laughs> Yeah, I think like guys last week, I kind of said in 2022, I want to be approached in real life. And I've swiftly changed my mind after New Year's Eve. (laughs) (laughs) So I was approached, I think twice or three times by I find it, um, sorry, sorry, sorry to cut in. But Mm. I find it hilarious that like, there's a lot of things that I have like very, um, very strong opinions on and like Mm. high stances on which I'll be like no more of this and you'll be like oh but you know because you're still thinking of the romance but like the romance has gone for yeah. me like I'm just like it's, it's not there anymore so I'm there like no th- I'm just so cynical that it's like no not having this and you, yeah. you, you're still with the romance and then next thing you know you've you've got you've had a you've had a change of heart you've, you've changed your mind it's just like I don't I feel I like don't the like cynic in me is rubbing off on you a bit yeah I think it <laughs> is to- I don't like I don't like to be shallow but it's like the guys that approach me kind of like what you're saying there it's like first of all like I don't know I I think it's fair as a woman or as anyone if you want to be approached by someone that is similar to you so I'm dressed nicely you're dressed nicely I've um Mm -hmm. I I smell nice you smell nice why am I being approached by people that are like the opposite like I I don't get it like it's like you haven't watched today i think it's very rude when you are you are out clearly a solid 12 out of 10 Mm -hmm. and these people who are twos want to come up to you like it's just it is rude yeah i I just feel I i feel like it shouldn't be shallow to say that it's like hang on we're not we're not the same We're not the same. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're not the same. Or at least like it, it's when you're speaking to me, you've been at the club for, I don't know, an hour and your breath stinks. Like you haven't brushed Ew. your teeth. That's Fair nasty. Enough, morning breath. Everyone gets a bit of morning breath. Everyone, but you, you're on a night out. Why the fuck does your breath You'd stink? You should have brushed your teeth. You, your brush, you should brush your teeth before you go out. Honestly. And honestly, after, after being somewhere for an hour, there's n- there's no way that you've had that much to drink that your breath is stinking now. No, like what have you drank? Have you drank like Red Bull, Monster Energy, everything mashed into one? Like I don't understand Literally. why it smells. And as well, say if it is that they have like dietary issues, then you know then their their breath smells because of that. But then like you're meant to be you're meant to be a young person and you've got dietary <laughs> issues at this age. You you need to go to the doctor. <laughs> Like I'm sorry. Like I just think. I mean, bring it, some it all it all plays, right? Yeah. Like, wh- where are your mints? Like, where where is your gum? I don't understand. Mm-mm. Like, and just that. Like, I was chewing gum. Three sometimes times. chewing gum don't help. You know, I feel like chewing gum makes your breath small. That's why I don't like it. Mm, but I feel like what it is is because if people chew it for after the mint has gone, nah. Mm. <laughs> That's not it. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe that's what happened. But like it was one of the no, guys that approached me. That guy didn't brush his teeth. Yeah, the other two. Okay. 
they just weren't dressed cute for the club. Like dress cute, please. And it just, and they weren't, they just weren't my type anyway. And when I yeah. say I want to be approached in person, it's like I want to be approached by my type in person. <laughs> so maybe I need to be a bit more like intentional with what I'm saying. I don't want to be approached by but, anyone in person. Okay. Just my type. Yeah. But then the thing is, is that does your type have game? Does your type no. have a personality? No. Because yes, I'm finding that these men now, <laughs> like, okay, for your type, they, they have to yeah. have the personality. But what I'm finding, yeah, is that a lot of these men, they don't have game and they don't have personality and they're all fucking boring. And that's mm. why they're just standing in the corner. They are just standing watching. in the corner all the time. Like, literally. And it's just like, why are you... Like, okay, because we were having this conversation earlier, but I'm kind mm. of like... Why are you here? Because <laughs> why do men go out? Because men don't even because men don't even go out a lot of the time, yeah. So when you guys have gone out, why are you out? Because you're not at, like especially if you're not going to be doing footwork, you haven't come out to be dancing, have you? Why are you no. Why are you there? But instead, you want to stand against the wall all night just watching everyone. It don't make no sense. And it's just like it's like these men want to be approached by girls, like. Hmm. They want the girls to approach them And it's like You guys don't want to put in any effort In Because you're I don't know I feel like a lot A lot of men are just so insecure And they don't want to be rejected But it's like You're not yeah, putting in any rejection. effort Yeah Yeah It's just a but shame it's like, my f- But they're the ones who are looking good So why hmm. Do they need to fear about being rejected There's how many There's how many girls in the club Just you know, honestly, you've got lots of choices, but don't be don't be bait with your choices. Like you know, like when you know when you get those men who are literally go out to collect numbers. I hate that. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just it's gross. Um, but it's like I don't. I know you have to kind of if you find someone attractive on a night out and you look at you've got a kind of give them something you've got to look at them you've got to smile at them. But it's like I don't want to be having to turn around smile. Like I don't want to be. I don't want to have to do all this game stuff. It's like I look at you once, just come over to me now. Like I don't, I don't actually. <laughs> only only guys that are my type do that. <laughs> but it, it's just too much. Oh, like, only the ones that like, you smile at. Yeah, you just make Maybe sure that you smile. smile at the right ones. Yeah, that will be yeah. my thing going forward. I'll smile at people I find attractive. But yeah, I, smile at I them. I think like what you were just saying there. Why do men go out? <laughs> go out if they're not like trying to get girls or whatever. Like I was speaking to one of my friends and she listened to a podcast and they said that um, when they were speaking to girls and girls said, oh, we go out to have fun with our girls. The guys in that group of friends were shocked because they were like, we literally just go out to get girls numbers. And I know that probably don't apply to like every man in the world, but it's interesting if that is a thing, like guys go out to collect numbers, but or not collect numbers, but like they go out to find, to look for girls, but they're not approaching girls. It's like, what, what are we meant Weird. to do? I'm not doing yes. the grafting. I'm not doing the courting. Like, can can I? But the can, thing is, though, what's going I'm on? I'm sorry, and I know that men try and say that this isn't the case, but men don't like it when women approach them. They don't like it. Mm. So, like, let's be real. Yeah, if you if you decided that you were going to approach someone, don't matter if you're a twelve mm-hmm. out of ten. All of a sudden, you've you've gone down. Like, they they don't like it if you approach them because they mm. want to chase. But it's like they want to chase and they're not trying to chase you. And then the whole night goes, and then that's when they want to see if they can catch your eye. And it's like you waited right until the last second. You, like, what yeah. you should do at the beginning, at the beginning, set 
um, you know, cast your net, like look around, decide who you like the best, go up to them, try it with them, you know, dance, do a little dance, get a number. And then, mm. you know, then at the end of the night, then you can look for them maybe, but you can't be doing all of this. No. <sighs> I don't know. I feel like as well, cause we're yeah. older. I feel like it's a different thing as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't know. I don't. I'm just. I'm just confused. I don't know why you. Why are you here if you're just going to stand in the corner? I don't get it. I think. Um. Like the thing is, I think it depends where you go as well. Because if you were to go to, like, if you were to walk down Shoreditch High Street, you're going to get mm. guys throwing themselves at you. Like that's the thing. You walk down there, men are fucking crazy. But if you go to an event that isn't in Shoreditch, that is else elsewhere. The men, like the the men are shy. The men, and uh, to be fair, walking down Shoreditch, I don't like doing it because the men are fucking creepy. They'll just jump out of a bush. Yeah. And like, oh my god! Oh my god! Yo, miss! Yo, miss! <laughs> it's just too much. <laughs> it's, it's the ones who couldn't get into the club. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why they're on Shoreditch High Street. <laughs> oh, it's they're waiting too much. for the leftovers. <laughs> they are. They just linger around. It's, it's scary, oh, creepy. <laughs> but yeah, I just. <sighs> I don't know. I'm just, yeah, just don't approach me on the street. Don't like, but like, I just feel like it's just, it's a shame though, because everybody likes these love stories. Like everybody says, okay, if you're trying to meet someone, okay, you have to go out. But then when you try and go out, you try and put yourself out there and then there's no one there because they don't want to approach you. And it's just like, well, what is the correct answer then? What are we meant to do? Yeah, I don't. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, like what are we supposed to do? Maybe we need yeah. a male guest to talk about these things with. Like, what am I supposed to do? How do I put myself? And it's not. Also, yeah. it's not like I'm gagging for like attention when I go out. I like attention. I, I enjoy it. I have fun with my friends though. But it's just like, how do I put myself in the position to get approached by normal men? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> Who are your type? <laughs> yeah, who are my type? <laughs> but um, I, what as well? Something else is that. So what I've found as well. So another reason why I just don't want to be approached at clubs. I don't want to be approached anywhere. Mm. Is that you know whenever the time and especially when I was younger, the time when I felt like okay, am I going to meet someone when I'm out? Kind of thing. You know, the the night gets less about having fun with your friends. And more about, Mm. oh, how many people are going to approach me and who's going to approach me. And Mm. I feel like if you don't get what you were looking for, what you were hoping for, then the night becomes a disappointment. And then you end up not feeling like you didn't have a good night. And it's just stuff like that where it's just like, oh, but now I'm sad. Now I just didn't have a good night. My expectations are down. There's meant to be all these fine men and I didn't see none. And, and none of them, and none of the fine ones seem to like me. And that, that honestly, very depressing. And this is why girls, yeah, exactly. And this is the reason why girls go out to have fun with their girls because Mm -hmm. these men tend to be disappointments. I know, I know. And like, I remember I went out a few weeks ago actually and the event was overall like quite fun. But at one point, mm-hmm. one of my friends was approached by a guy and then they went to get a drink with each other. And then my other friend was approached by a guy and I was just standing there like, I was just oh, dancing no. on my own, like cool, like, like this, this am is I the cool, ugly friend? whatever. What the no, fuck is that's this? That's what I thought. And then 
like after about five minutes of me dancing on my own, I was like, right, like this is a bit shit now. Um, and then, and then like a guy came over to me and he was like the most fucking annoying chatty guy in the club. He was like, oh, what's your job? What do you do? Do you study? And I was like, oh my God. And then like he, he did something. I can't remember what he did. He went in to talk to me and he headbutted me. I was like, this is, this is literally oh like what you see in the rom-coms where like there's that one friend that like <laughs> has bad yeah. luck. <laughs> Yeah. Also, for fuck's sake. <laughs> no, that is not it. That is not it. Nah. And it's worse, like, I feel like the worst is when you're left by yourself. Because I feel like I, I, I used mm. to get that all the time. This is why I don't yeah. even like going out any, anyway in general. Because, yeah. oh my God. Have you watched, you know, The Duff, that film? Yes, yes. Yeah. So guys, this there's this film called The Duff. It's and it stands for Designated Ugly Fat Friend. And, <laughs> and I remember my I was watching it with my sister one time and she was like, Oh, who um she was like, Oh, who do you think the duff is in your friendship group? And I was just like, Oh for fuck's sake. And I was like, I'm sorry, but it, it is me. <laughs> Because I feel like so many times when I used to go out, I'd be that one that's mm. ended up having oh. to dance by myself. So it's like, mm. but what I liked about uni is because I know people at uni and stuff, yeah. you can kind of drift around different Bounce friendship around. groups kind of yeah. thing um, and meet new people and make new friends. But like, gosh, like I just, and this is why I don't really like going out as such because I feel like I would mm. always end up being that person who is kind of like, standing there by myself but at least mm. I know how to get have a good time also yeah. I, I also know how to like if I to be honest I'm not I'm not worried about I'm not scared about approaching people like I also know how to mm. kind of approach people and find someone to whine on if I want to mm. if I need to <laughs> like and uh, and they're, they're just gonna have to take it kind of thing and like yeah. I don't care if you want to ask for my number afterwards or not like but that like, I'm gonna just find like uh, that's just something that I just know how to do but I felt mm. like I it's the worst when you're kind of when when your friends have been approached to and then you're by yourself yeah. and that that makes you a target so anybody yes, can come it does. and just mm. that's just not a nice feeling you don't want to be the last one approached you want you want to be like the first one approached kind of thing <laughs> and and as well like while that was happening i was dancing on my own and that and i was looking around to just see if there was any guys around that i was interested in and there's this one guy and he was literally like near me he had locks and he kept looking over at me and i, I kept looking at him and i was like why the fuck are you not coming over like why are you? and i didn't want to walk over to him because i was like i'm not desperate like i'm i'm not like I'm, i can just chill and wait for my friends but like, maybe but come over <laughs> but maybe Okay, okay, because I'm gonna put this out there because this is something what I have heard from guys is that about guys kind of being, not even about being shy, but guys is kind of looking at someone and thinking, actually, I'm not on their level. Oh, and God. maybe sometimes you could go over because if, you, if you've oh. done a few looks, but I'll, I'll be like, maybe if anything, maybe just go and see if you can stand next to them and see if they'll talk to you. If they don't talk to you, then it'll just be like, okay, fine. You're too shy then. Fine. That's that's mm. your loss. That's your own business. But like, yeah. may, maybe that could be something. Because I, yeah. Yeah. Because I started just going over to people, but that's because I'm just like, it's, you know what? I'm having fun. I don't yeah. care if you want my number or not. Cool. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's yeah. like, 
I, I acknowledge that I could actually go over, but it's it's just maybe it's because I'm a bit you shy. Just... I'm confident, but I'm a bit shy with things like that. It's like, oh, like mm. I don't even know if I'll end up liking you. If I go over to you, it's like, oh, I've committed to talking to you now. And like, what if what if you're Yeah, odd? but you don't have to stay talking to them. You can go away. Yeah. You true, can just be like, hi. True. Or sometimes that's something I do. If you if next time that you look you lock eyes, just wave. Mm. <laughs> then they have to come over. If they if they want to, they have to come over. True, true. And that way you're not approaching yeah. them. It's true. Maybe like I need to implement some new tactics. <laughs> yeah. For the for the shy guys. Yeah. I guess. But that is annoying. Like especially when it's like good looking guys, you have no reason to be shy, so Yeah, honestly. Like come just, on. Just like move. <laughs> like or are you just socially inept? Like which one is yeah. it? That's what I mean. I just like a confident guy. Like I like being approached by a good looking, confident guy. But it's it's rare to come by these days. <laughs> yeah. No, no, none of these guys are confident anymore because I think all women want is a Birkin. Oh, and you know what they do as well? What I hate is that they end up, well, not all of them, but like sometimes you, you do the thing. Like I've done it before where I've tagged an event in my story and then they reshare everyone who tags the event in their stories and then like you get a message the next day from someone who's like oh I saw you at that event I saw you and it's like fucking talk to me you idiots um, fucking talk to me <laughs> I've never had that that's hilarious oh, I've had it a few times I've had it probably about three times it's like why are you so fucking shy stop it <sighs> yeah they all want to be in your DMs but it's just like look if I wanted you in my DMs, we, we could have met on a dating app, but here we are. Yeah, like, honestly. So, <laughs> you know, why didn't you approach me when you were there if you saw me? If you saw me, why didn't you say hello then? Yeah. Yeah, actually, because I had someone, um, this was a few years ago, message me and be like, oh, I, f- I, I saw you at Carnival. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, well, what do you want me to do with that at information Carnival. now? Carnival's finished. <laughs> like, carnival, carnival done. Like, I was oh. like, oh, why didn't you... And I literally was just like, why didn't you say hello then? And yeah. And he was just like, oh, oh, you were doing your thing. So, like... Carnival is the one place where you can come and just whine on anyone. Yes. So. And as well, it's like, so you you saw me, you thought I was attractive enough for you to remember me this, this long, down this far down the line, but you didn't think I was worthy enough of being approached. Like you didn't think like, like if you liked Literally. me and you thought I might never see this person again, come up to me. Don't don't like dilly dally and then be like, oh my God, social media found this person. Like it's just, I find mm. it really strange. <laughs> yeah, it is strange. That's reminded me, I need to catch up with a friend about something. Yeah, that's just <laughs> reminded me of something. But um but mm. we'll see. But we're guessing probably nothing came up came of it for for said friend. Um, I mean, said friend will know by the time this episode comes out because I'm going to see said friend today. She'll she'll know mm. what I'm chatting about okay. right now. Anyway. But um, um, yeah, because she listens to the podcast as well. But <laughs> mm. yeah, that's just reminded me of something funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you want to wrap up? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, we've decided don't approach me on the street. Don't um, and you know, people who aren't people who aren't Diana's type don't approach her in person, please. Only people who are her type. And if she's looking at you, please 
Come on, if you if she's looking at you, you got a nice face, you got locks. Come on, just why can't you just yeah. come over? Come you know? talk to but, me. Um, <laughs> yeah, but maybe wave. Try the waving thing. Yeah, I'll try the waving thing. I'll let you know how because it goes. Because sometimes cause that could, that can look cute because it'll be like hi, like you know, <laughs> you know that that can be cute. So yeah, try the waving yeah. thing. <laughs> okay, Let's see if that works. I'll, I'll give it a go. <laughs> Yeah, next event, what? Uh, next New Year's Eve or something. <laughs> yeah, literally. I don't know when I'm going out next, but I might try it. Maybe on the train. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the train. Don't do it on the train. No. <laughs> do nothing on public transport because you don't know if that guy is always on public transport or not. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 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 Or And you, you don't know if they're going to be like to you. What was what was the last guy? Oh, I'm going to get home quicker than you. You don't know if they're that type of guy. Oh my so, God. The race, yeah, the race home guy. Like, oh, oh, that's that's so far. I'm going to be home quicker. Honestly. Yeah, so maybe, maybe not on the train. Mm, mm. <laughs> I think next it's event. True. I think I, I think the next events will be like around Easter time in it because it's gonna that's gonna be when people mm. are gonna be gagging to want to go out again and you know because the sun is yeah. gonna start coming out. So yeah, and you know April. what as well that that conversation around like I don't want to completely go off but like that conversation around um when we're dating and expecting a guy to get you home. I mentioned it to my parents. I was like, what do you guys think? And then my dad was like, I'd expect the guy to get you home safely. Like, and they said, maybe like, it doesn't require him like dropping you to your door, but like, make sure he gets you in a taxi if it's late. Um, make sure that he he gets you to the station. Yeah. And I was like, thank you. Like, I thought they might say something else, but I was like, no, they do agree with me. You're an independent woman. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Independent woman, get yourself home. Yeah. No, they were like, no, like he needs to get you home safely. I was like, thank you. Yeah. There you go. So that's fine. That's fine. Mm. Like, yeah. (laughs) You weren't out. Because I know like, because that's the thing we were debating if that was too much to ask and if your standards are too high. And it's like, no, your standards aren't too high for asking someone, can you get me an Uber? Like, that's not too high. And Ubers are just so easy now. You know, like, yeah, it's Mm. not too much to ask. Okay. Yeah. That's good. It's anyway. been clarified. Your standards aren't yeah, too high. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> what are you injecting? Um, I think I'm gonna inject this is something my mom has always said to me, like, and I've just been thinking about it lately. She said, um, it's like whenever I'm facing something where I'm like worried about something in the future, she always says, like, let's face that hurdle when we get to it. And I just love that quote because it's like stop worrying about things that are far in the future like just worry about if there's something in front of you and you're worried think about it break it down and deal with the situation like don't worry about things that are like a a couple of days or weeks or whatever in advance because you'll always end up Mm -hmm. like resolving a situation it's just like when when you have so many things to think about sometimes things like pile on top of you but it it helps like breaking things down um and I've, i've been finding that helpful recently I like that. I'm trying to think what am I injecting? Yeah. Um, I do have a quote here, but I don't want to use it right now. We'll use it another time. But um, okay. I think I want to inject for the new year. I'm just like, even just mm. like coming back off from what you've just said about worrying and stuff like that. Um, don't, don't like, actually, yeah. I want to inject not feeling pressure to, do mm. things just because of what is the norm and 
and the questions that your friends are asking you just because it's a new year, you know, like, you know, you don't have to have a plan right now of what you want to do. You can Mm -hmm. take your time and just don't, don't feel pressurized to have to have goals and manifestations to have and to have to, and like, you guys know me, you know, you know that I'm not into this Russian business and, you know, (laughs) me and Deanna will have our debates whether if if something's Mm. Russian or not. But um, (laughs) yeah, don't, don't rush yourself. Just, just chill Mm. out, take your time. It's okay. And things like, you know, doing things on your own time is good for you. Don't feel pressure to be doing things on someone else's time. Um, just, just do things at your own pace and just not everything yeah. has to happen right this second. Um, just, just because we're in 2023 does not mean that you have to be all of a sudden this different person that you were f- from who you were last week. <laughs> like, it's yeah, cool. it's so true. Like, you know, let's start, let's start thinking of the, the um, new year as in like a beginning. Let's just think of like I, what I was saying before as everything as a circle, like there is no ending no and no beginning. Mm. We're just, we're rolling through life. So just don't yeah. feel the pressure of having to try and sort your life out just because it's January now. Like it's okay. Yeah, I like that. And I like what you said earlier about um, like listening to your body and doing what's right for your body. Like there's this quote actually mm-hmm. that I've had saved on my phone for ages because it like is really helpful and it kind of links to that. It's, it's um, you're most powerful when you honor your own rhythm. If your rhythm is nocturnal, don't follow those waking up at 4 a.m. change my life routines because they're not for you. Mm. If you function best when you focus on a single task, single job, single goal, then working half a dozen side hustles may not be for you. If what you're chasing doesn't require a college degree, then don't feel like it's mandatory. Um, yeah, so like along those mm-hmm. lines, it's, it's true. Like just do what works for you. Yeah, I love that. So yeah, um, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Injective Podcast. Happy New Year, everybody. Um, yeah, you can find us at injected underscore pod on Instagram and on Twitter. Tweet us. Um, let us know what you thought about this episode. Let us know. Like, mm-hmm. is there anything that you want us to kind of look into in twenty twenty three? You know, um, yeah, it's coming up to what? How is it? How many years is it coming up to? Oh shit! Two years. Two. Is it two or is it three? Two. Two is two. Definitely two. Okay. One, two. Yeah. Yeah. So oh coming up to two years, <laughs> injecting positive gu- vibes for you guys. We really hope that you've been enjoying it. Um, you know, this podcast started like within a mini lockdown and um, mm-hmm. yeah, after the pandemic. Um, mm. But yeah, we hope that you've been enjoying um, our podcast. Uh, yeah, because yeah. we started first week of January, innit? So this is going to yeah, be like so our two year episode. Two years, yeah. Happy yeah. two years. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and, and this, I guess this was something that we we started, you know, beginning of the new year. <laughs> yeah, <it>. we did. <laughs> yeah, but to be honest, we, we actually started looking into it in the November. So yeah, we yeah. did. We just planned to have our first episode out in the for, mm-hmm. for, the first week of January but um yeah yeah we hope that you enjoyed um this episode we hope that you've been enjoying the past two years with us um injecting positive vibes and Mm -hmm. that you know that hopefully that we're going to be getting kind of more successes but not putting too much pressure on ourselves of course and um, yeah and (laughs) yeah and hopefully another how many another two years coming and more mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah definitely 
yeah so i'm alexandra you can find me at alxndr underscore nic on instagram and i'm diana and you can find me at d-e-a-n-n-n-a-b underscore on instagram yep yep um and have a lovely rest of your week and again mm-hmm. happy new year have a lovely year we hope that we hope that you guys are gonna have a fantastic year ahead um yes yeah and yeah we'll see you next week mm-hmm. bye guys bye